0: All right, we're good on that uh, sort of baseline. Okay,
1: I can make Velcro noises now. Velcro noises,
0: epic. Okay, so yes. uh, what episode number is this? This three or this two? I feel like I this it is
2: technically the... two. I thought you guys did the pilot.
0: Uh, yeah, we did the pilot, but that was episode zero. Right. So then we did the chest rig one, and this is belts. So I guess this is episode two, huh?
2: Yeah, yes. no, I think so. <laughs>
0: All right, episode two. We're gonna be talking about, but really our third episode. All right, really yeah, our third, two. you know? But you know, we do a little trolling. Yeah, it's called we're freaking. Cool. You know, if if we don't know what episode it is, then how will the Fed know? How can they track we us? We do
2: a little confusion.
0: They're not living in my walls. I am the sniper. All right, so episode three, belt gear. We're going to be talking about a couple different types of belt gear, their use cases, stuff like that, you know, pee-pee-poo-poo. As, you know, professional professional yeah. end-losers, you know, yeah. we use this gear for taking pictures on Instagram, LARPing on the airsoft field, uh, shooting one mag in a range day, you know, that type of deal. So true. So true. <coughs> many, uh, unfortunately, many such cases. <coughs> many such cases. All right, so... so. We're introducing my
1: buddy. Uh, how do you wanna how do you wanna go by?
2: Uh you can call me uh David. That's fine.
0: You David. You wanna plug uh, your Instagram? Awesome or, news.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, that's fine. Um it's at replicant with two Ts. If you're weird, I'm not gonna let you follow me, sorry.
0: Uh, yeah. Alright, all right, so we're just gonna refer to you by David or you wanna to refer to you by David? Yeah, that's him? fine. Alright, David David's right, okay. fine. Yeah. So this is David. He's our special end-loser guest who has specific knowledge about belt kits because his primary kit is the German, the old Bundeswehr web gear. No, no, don't do that.
2: That's not what it is.
0: No, it is. That's what you use, and then you pair that up with your Setme C308. Hey,
2: I gotta (laughs) save as base as possible, man. Now, what are you
0: actually running, though?
2: So, right now I'm running Tactical Taylor Fight Light Harness, four point harness, with a JJ's of Brecon, uh, Molly Hippo Rero, and Osprey oh, Mac, uh, Mag Pouches, and a, geez, what's, the, what's his shitty name? Um, it's a butt pack. Uh, who cares who made it? It's a big ass butt pack. Molly T
1: butt pack. Big, big butt pack. <laughs> Molly T butt pack is, uh, what you want. That's what I have.
0: It's Deep a, packs. more like oh, Molly man. Poo butt pack. Okay, hey man, right. works. Yeah, but for real, um, starting off,
1: uh, we kind of touched on episode one, man, um, uh, with the war belt and battle belts, uh, you know, question, but, uh, just to top it off, I mean, I'll give over the definitions for what we're using today. We're talking about battle belts, which is those two beast spells, right, Fish, you know, yep. the Eagle Operator's Belt, um, Ren and senshi. Um, you can gob off about a couple other ones so I'm tired. Pharaoh
0: bison that. and then the eight hundred dollar G B R S belt. It's totally worth it. Poison A. Poison A Carries all you need. Look, man. Nothing more. <laughs> this is this is developed by SEALs, which means that it's good, you know? Carry yeah. one carry um, one rifle mag and nothing else, alright? But it's good for that yeah, bearing. Bad you know. nice. I still can't get over the fact like if it was like 200 bucks like
1: out the door for like a buck 50 yeah, i'd I understand okay that's cool but fucking 300 dollars and some change you know, get the fuck out of here bro i'm sorry
2: yeah at some point it's just not logical <laughs> oh and it's an soe gear butt pack uh, i hate them so i forgot their name
0: i see i i, I kind of want to get a mayflower butt pack but they don't make them in ranger green which is crazy. Not anymore, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't <coughs> so believe it's a free Re, bad. We're going off topic already. Re. This is. Uh, look, man, there's, there's, there's a system to it, right? Yeah. So, two piece battle belt is what a lot of people wear to the range. It's what some <laughs> special pee-pee-poo-poo, poo poo, third, second, or first seed people run as actual end users, right? Mm hmm. But, like. what use case what use what are the like let's list off what are the use cases in which a two-piece battle belt is you know it's good right uh, better than maybe a war belt right um, so i guess like urban you know
1: you want to be really slick um, you don't want to have like a lot of heavy gear or like something i can snag mm-hmm. um if you're just putting on for a short period of time you know easy dawn easy doff you can drop it in your car, and you just have the interior belt, and when it's go time, you yep. click it in, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not carrying a lot, like, um, I see a lot of people, they just run, you know, two pistol mags, one rifle, IFAC, holster, and maybe, like, a dump pouch.
0: Yeah, maybe a dump um, pouch, maybe a tourniquet. Definitely yeah. not a dump yeah. pouch for your Blake Water 0326.
2: <laughs> or me. Oh, it's yeah. Screw dump yeah. pouches.
0: Um,
1: I think uh, the the fold away dump pouches are neat. It just gives you options. The blue force gear one, I wouldn't consider like having an open dump pouch. You can just have open all the time. That's stupid.
0: Well, you you ever? Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I've used uh, open top dump pouches before, and they're really annoying because after the first one, after the first magazine is put in the dump pouch, in my sort of experience, it ends up closing the sort of opening at the top, not in that the shot cord will get pulled or anything, just yeah. that having the weight down there, the way it reacts with all the fabric and up it. sags and makes the sort of lips close together, which means that when I'm trying to put something in there, I have to like fumble with my hand, and sometimes I've had to physically just like open it with two hands to get another magazine in there. And I'd like to try out some of the open top dump pouches that have that sort of uh, stiffened opening yeah yeah it'd be interesting to see how that works but that does take up so, a lot of space compared to the foldaways yeah
2: yeah, that's true yeah the other advantage of uh the inner outer belts is that they don't twist on you as much if you carry a decent amount of weight on one side and you're running they're mm-hmm. not going to end up spinning on you a little bit i ran into that issue with my uh, tactical taylor
0: uh battle belt yeah they sort of just like stay in the one place
2: Yep, yeah, the Velcro helps hold it and the pants loops too.
0: He's already he's already going off the plantation.
1: He's already calling his uh harness setup belt a battle belt. <laughs>
2: <Three>. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Oh no no. no. Is, this is why I hate freaking the terminology between all these different load bearing gear things, because they all they're all the same word that we just apply different meanings to, basically, and I hate it. Anyways. Yeah.
1: So Let's like, get on your spiel about um, the definition. Let's define what we're talking about first
0: before we talk about it. Battle belt, two piece inner and outer belt, slim sort of profile. War belt, one point seven five inches. Yeah, usually, usually. one point seven five. I think Haley came out with like a two inch one, right? War belt is typically a padded, you know, larger gear belt that you can put more gear on that typically needs a inner belt ran through the actual outer belt itself instead of being examples. I mean, examples: a couple examples of that would be like the HS- HSGI shirt sure Grip,
2: the tactical tailor fight light,
0: tactical tailor fight light, beep, 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 right? Versus mm-hmm. an example of the battle belt, which would be like the Eagle Operator Gun Belt or the Blue Alpha Gear Belt, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, another I guess option for war belts. I think the Kramer B, it kind of skirts that line between a battle belt and a war belt.
0: Yeah, the Kramer B is interesting because you still have that inner <coughs> belt that you thread through your freaking belt loops, but then it's still wider and bulkier than a traditional battle belt, and you can. And it uses still uses Velcro. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. It's it's very interesting, right? And then dedicated harness systems dedicated harness system yeah. is something like a smirsch or the alice gear or the german sort of belt system the, the lrt or something the lrt yeah yeah the german when
1: you want to talk about i'm not trying to cut you off but you want to talk about um, the difference between uh, running a war belt with suspenders and those bigger dedicated rigs Because yeah. you can run a suspender on like a cry i think you can run it on a crime or be correct me if if I'm wrong, you definitely go on the HSGI sure grip and a TX on the Ryan. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: so what's the difference? Um, fish, all right. So, the difference between those would be say with an HSGI sure grip, I can run it without the harness, but with the harness, I can go from running maybe two to four magazines on like one hip to being able to carry a little bit more being able to carry a little bit more comfortably for long-term, you know, I've seen some people, they run around with like just the outer, you know, sort of war belt systems. And then it'll end up like starting to like slip and fall on them. Like, like fall down them type deal. I've seen that happen a couple of times. And it actually happened at uh, one airsoft event that I saw a video of where the dude is basically like walking with his ass cheeks out because his battle belt had torn down his sort of, uh, pants as he was running which is sort of funny and hilarious so having that uh having the suspenders there it allows you to sort of scale it up you know we talk about scalability with plate carriers but you know with this yep. belt system we have a war belt puts the spares on there and you can turn that into a makeshift form of LBE harness but with a dedicated harness system it's designed from the ground up to be worn with the harness like a smirch, like the alice gear like the lrt stuff like the freaking the Mayflower, uh, jungle belt, those types of systems can't really be run without the harness. If you try doing that, then you're gonna uh, Well then you're just weird, you know. Yeah, you're, uh, you're or maybe just out of dummy
2: board. fake, you know, just
1: dummy fake. Yeah. You can just hold that on your hips.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, freaking like the Spiritus oh, yeah. fella, the Spiritist fella who just you can just like mount that over your fupa and then the Fupa <laughs> will keep it in place. And then, you don't have any pain on your shoulders. Talking about that
1: one, like, fat dude I posted on my uh, Instagram. Me? (laughs) Like, his fucking (laughs) fupa. His fucking fupa is covering his fucking pistol bag. He has to,
0: like, lift up his fucking head. Alright, so talking (laughs) about... (laughs) about Overcast his head and draw his pistol bag. Oh my god. If you need an extra large belt, you might want to consider running a harness. Just so that you don't have to dig under your, um... To get to your spear magazines. yeah the harness
2: will hold your tits down <laughs>
0: oh my gosh dude okay okay so with war belts obviously you can carry more than on a battle belt comfortably on a battle belt you typically see people you know like we, we just sort of went over this but you know at most usually two rifle magazines and two pistol magazines with you know secondary gear turn dump pouch ifac pistol that type of deal right with war belts Especially with the HSGI Sure Grips, you can probably comfortably hold four four rifle magazines on you know one hip, and then you know you can put on the Molly uh, the Molly fireland holster adapter thing onto them, or they actually have a uh, they have slotted ones where you can just mount it straight to the belt on the inside. But you can carry more with the with the war belt, is what we're saying, and yeah. more comfortably. If you try putting yeah, four magazines. Much on a operator belt like the uh, the the battle belt the operator gun belt that i have if i put four mags the eagle on one. there yeah the eagle one if i put four mags on there and then my pistol and then an ifac and then <clears> you know my pistol magazine pouches and then i don't just do flat range theatrics and i you know do a conducted 20 mile movement right mm-hmm. that's gonna freaking start you know give me hot spots on my hips it's going to freaking start falling down and sagging to one side and constantly going to be picking up my pants. Constantly having to take the belt off, retighten it, readjust it, put it back on. And that's just not comfortable, right? Nope. Yeah. No. As opposed Even to a padded with mesh. So true. War belt. You know, you need that airflow, especially in the Southeast. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, me and Fisher in North Carolina. David's down there in Florida, and oh boy, it's so I could crazy. I could never live in Florida.
0: It's so fucking hot <laughs> hey, and humid. Did you get? You guys were still in the southeast when Hurricane Florence came through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in my specific area, uh, obviously it had gone from a Category Four off the coast to Category One when it hit the coast, mm-hmm. but it still had Category Four water. It had all the water it had picked up from the sea, just like none of the wind. Yeah. So it had flooded it like, all, yeah, it had flooded like all of Eastern North Carolina. But dude, it knocked out the power for like a week and a half, two weeks. And it was like 80 or 90, 90% humidity. Oh my gosh. That was, that was hell because there was no way to dry off. You could like rub a towel on your skin for an hour straight and it wouldn't dry. You, you take the towel off, put your hand on there, sweat instantly. Oh my gosh. Screw humidity, dude. Velocity Systems, please, make your jungle belt in jungle colors, please. Multicam Tropic, Tropic, yeah, Multicam Tropic, Ranger Green, something that blends in with a jungle. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, true. So, I guess we've now defined the difference between battle belts, war belts, war belts with a harness, Mm -hmm. and the dedicated suspender jungle belt. Big rig setups. So, I guess we can start from the ground up. Um, First, you want to talk about your uh, current Eagle Operator gun belt battle belt setup? What you run on it? Yeah, the battle belt setup. What you learn? Yes.
0: Alright. So, what I run on there currently is I have, and I might end up needing to replace them, but I have a double pistol S-TAC in Fleck that I had custom made. And then I had a mid-length rifle S-TAC in flat that I had custom-made. However, Stu kind of cheaped out on me, and it's been fraying a lot and getting kind of (laughs) loose. So I might need to switch it out with a Ranger Green one. But I have that on my hip, and the way I have it mounted on the belt is I have it mounted as close to the buckle as possible, and I keep the buckle on my left hip. And so from there... I used to have a dump pouch on my back left. But like I said, I never had any good luck with it. And I never really used it. So my back left is just like straight up clear. On my 6 o'clock, I have a horizontal s tall. And I got the tall specifically because I felt like I wouldn't be comfortable having, you know, a shorty or a mid-length putting 30 rounds in there. But, you know, I put full 30 round mag, I put a 40 round mag in there too, and I'd like, shake my hips as hard as possible, that you know I'd be doing, if I was sprinting or something right, and it didn't move like an inch at all, like inch, millimeter, or anything So oh, nothing like make your ass jiggle? Basically <laughs> Okay, and I don't have anything back right, however at one point I had a HSJ bleeder pouch there but I have elected to I've jumped on, well, I've, I've been shilling the fanny packs for the longest time, putting medical gear in fanny packs. So I have this Jansport bag that I tested out over a weekend, and I didn't have any issues with it. So I plan on just putting an IFAC into a plastic bag and putting it inside of the Jansport uh, fanny pack, and then running that on sort of my four or five o'clock. <coughs> and, And then I can bring that over to my 12 if needed. But I also have currently, in an unobtainium gear tourniquet holder, a cat tourniquet. And so I have that on my 12. I have a a rifle mag on my 6. I have a rifle mag on my 9. And I have two pistol mags just in front of that. I don't have my holster direct mounted to my battle belt. I have it mounted to the inner belt, and my ranger buddy told me about that, about how they have to have it on, like a pistol on them at all times whenever they're at the fob or something, just in case they don't have anything on them, like they don't have their battle belt, they don't have the carrier, they don't have their rifle with them, just that they always have sort of something. Mm -hmm. And I found that I really like that for taking on and taking off the battle belt. Because I don't have to constantly be trying to like, I, I took the belt off, I'm trying to put it back on, let me take my pistol out of my holster real quick. It's like donning and doffing the belt without actual pistol holster on there is just really nice for me. The only problem I have now is that because I have the holster directly mounted to the UBL, there's not a whole lot of space in between the holster and the outer belt so it rides really close to that and you know you might like that for the GBRS meme of keeping everything like super tight together and not hitting anything on a door however I'm not trying to rip my nails off when I'm drawing under stress so I'm gonna be adding the freaking Land QLS system on there but I don't have a whole lot of stuff on there not anymore yeah, yeah
2: so you brought up a good point about running a holster with a pistol on your belt, and I think a lot of people don't understand how it can really mess up the stability of these belts that don't have harnesses on them, especially if they don't have the uh like the good padding uh, they, it'll end up like sagging or twisting asymmetrically on you mm-hmm. uh, so uh, sometimes you know it's died out in use, but I would suggest some people go with drop leg honestly. If they if their uh, battle belts can accommodate it, because the tactical tailor battle belt can, it has a little slot that you can mount a uh, safari land to, and have it run down to your leg, mm. which I think is pretty pretty streamlined. It's definitely not uh, the quickest to dawn, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thumbs <laughs> at your door now, knocking on your uh, knocking on your window, <laughs> man. Since you mentioned drop legs.
0: Oh yeah. God. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's, here, he's here to als holster on a mid-length if you've ever made contradicting statements before go ahead and hit that like button subscribe <laughs> like comment all those yeah. things it really helps out the podcast
1: yeah <laughs> yeah okay. i guess i could go over my eagle belt setup too um so mine's a bit slimmer than fishes um it's really bare bones man
0: that's doing parking uh, on to
1: me too yeah um
2: i
0: wear a 30-yard cries i'm a i'm a small dude <laughs> I have gotten down to 36 from Congrats, like 38, base. 40, so. Yeah. All right, right, continue, continue, continue.
1: Yeah, so um, on the right side, I got my Spirulant ALS holster, which holds my Polymer 80. Um, right next to that, uh, sort of at my, um, not my 12 o'clock, but more so my, my 1 o'clock, I have the unobtainium gear tourniquet holder. Um, quick note about that, Fish, you had great luck like with yours, but mine was actually stitched too big. So, it was like a hot dog down the hallway, stuffing a tourniquet in there. So, I took it down to my local Sew Shop um, and had him, uh, you know, circumcise it you know, cut it down.
0: You have <laughs> so much afraid. problems with things coming to you too big than what they were designed for. Your freaking Haley insert. It's like somebody tried shoving, like, scar mags in there.
2: Yeah, that thing was insane, man. It was, it was literally a hot dog everything. hallway
0: with a Stanag magazine in there, dude. Yeah. Anyways, continue. So to-
1: sad. Continue. Yeah, and uh, on my left side, um, I have my pistol mag, one single pistol and mag, 19 rounds, 9 mil, right? Like two rifle mags.
2: Then do. Because,
1: yes. I I, I, just, I mean, I have limited space. People say, oh, I just run two, two pistol, two rifle. Two pistol, one rifle is kind of retarded.
2: Yeah, because, no, I never understood that.
1: Because one, two pistol is the size of one rifle, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Now, why wouldn't you just get a rifle mag? more rifle mags?
1: Yeah, like thirty rounds of five five six or hacking in each of a thirty five or a forty round mag in there is gonna do you better than I don't know, thirty eight rounds. Especially of if you're nine super mil.
0: limited on space with like a thirty inch waist or something, compared to like mm-hmm. someone who has like a forty or thirty eight or thirty six, you know. Like I have a lot of yeah. room I can work with, mm-hmm. but you're like you put a magazine on there and it's like, all right, I've taken up a quarter of my belt. Well, it's going to put on here.
2: Yeah. That's actually something I ran into a problem with. Cause, uh, I am also like BNVD. I have a 30, 31 waist. And so my whole idea was always from the get go to have load bearing, but I went about it with the tactical Taylor fight light, which is a battle belt. I've just planned on any harness, uh, I got way too big of a size. Wait, a battle belt or a war belt? It's a it's a battle belt. They call it, I guess the terms have kind of shifted from what it initially used to mean, because it's a more old school battle belt. it Is the, it a two piece or is it one piece? It's a two piece with an external belt that runs through the padding.
0: Okay, so that's a war so, belt. Oh yeah, yeah by uh, modern definitions.
2: definitions. Yeah, they
0: call it a battle belt. Still. We literally define the stuff at the beginning.
2: I know. I gotta call it by what it's called, though. They're, yeah. They sell it, man. You know, are, it.
0: are you selling it for them? How much no. money are they giving you? None. All right, it's a, well good then belt, it's, it's a war belt.
2: Though. Fine, it's a war belt.
0: All right, so you have one pistol, two rifle, a holster, a tourniquet on there. What else do you have on there? None. Um, that's it. <clears throat> that's it. Nothing on the small of the back.
1: No, because, like, um, the the reason I, I behind it because, you know, I, my buddy, he's, he's been to a couple of TLS classes. He's obviously an 18 Delta operator, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fucking Intel spook. He's totally, like, <laughs> super high-speed and medical. But, you know, if, if you're being laid down as a casualty, you're probably going to be on your back. Anything yeah, on that belt going to make it more uncomfy. And, I mean, there's nothing really I feel like putting there anyways. Like, medical, um, Vera, roll one or uh, a dangler will do you good Mm -hmm. um if you're running chem lights you can run it up front on a d ring Mm -hmm. um on your belt and i mean there's not really much i I feel like i would put there yeah i mean maybe i I would run like frags or flashbangs if i was like a SWAT guy or you know an assaulter but i'm not that so
0: yeah, I don't I have I mean, anything there. For our specific, like, stuff, we don't need all that junk. I mean, I have a Ranger buddy who has, on his Ferrabison, he has, you know, rifle mags, pistol mags, he's got two banger pouches, he's got an IFAC, and then he has, like, freaking, he's got the freaking, uh, chem lights and stuff, but then he also has, uh, flex, flex cuff and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we don't... You know, we're not Rangers. We're not third, thir- third, second, first seed special forces. We're just, you know, air softers and Instagrammers, is what we are.
2: <laughs> LARPers. So have true. Yeah.
0: LARPers till we're not. Oof.
2: Have that and mindset interlinked, too.
0: Interlinked. Yes. All right. And then. So we've gone over our two battle belts. Mm-hmm. Before we go into war belts. Or, like, where, where do you want to head after this, uh, BMVD?
1: Well, I mean, we pretty much talked about um, our setups. We kind of touched on use case in the beginning, but I guess we can touch on use case again. And, I mean, at the end of the day, battle belts have you know, a purpose, and I guess we can talk about that. So, top it all off, um, use case and the purpose. Yeah. Another thing we'll, I think we will be done with battle belts.
0: Yeah. So, use case, purpose, battle belts, <laughs> just put it on. nice little bow, nice little bow. Is for shirt, shirt, ticker, jerbs, short term operations, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: sort of raid esque, if you were to apply it to a SWAT or mill scenario. Like you are a ranger assaulting a compound, you're a SWAT dude taking out freaking crack dealer or something in his compound, right? you're not going to be wearing the belt for more than half a day, right? So you don't need to worry about it sort of grinding on your hips for like long-term type stuff. And you don't need to worry about it carrying a whole lot of stuff. So especially like vehicle-borne operations in maybe in sort of urban environment, that's a use case where definitely 100% a war belt or dedicated LBE might hinder you compared to the slim nature of a battle belt
2: yeah so it's definitely something you that is for streamlined uh people they, they definitely don't want to have a lot of stuff on them yeah uh, it's some it's, it's supplemental to your primary equipment which would be like a plate carrier or even a chest rig depending on what you're doing
0: yeah that's another thing you can't run you can't run a battle belt just by itself yeah, no, not okay. unless you're on a range or yeah, something. It's, it's like in conjunction with other gear, as opposed to you throw a harness on a war belt, then that can be sort of your primary sort of gear. Yep. Kind of like the same like a chest rig would be, except yeah. on your hips.
2: Yeah, it's basically, if you were to give a comparison, it would be like a, the, the small... uh. Geez, I'm running out of... <laughs> mind power here micro rig uh, yeah a micro rig and a, a full-on chest rig thank you yeah. yeah it would be it would be those would
0: be the analogs for belts uh don't don't get us started on micro rigs we hate them <laughs> but we also both only have them <laughs> yeah they have so the true crew. he's so true I, he, he, has has a, he has a he has a Haley micro i have a freaking spiritus micro clone and we did an entire podcast shitting on micro chest rigs Yup, <laughs> that's me. I'm that guy. We are Problem. fellas. We are fellas. We all hate We're ourselves. <laughs> yeah, okay. So <laughs> true. Right. So we've sort of been bouncing around talking about war belts. Their load capacity, they're better for carrying more gear. Mm-hmm. On my war belt, I've elected to throw on a Eagle Y harness, which probably isn't the best for the load carrying, but, you know, I've, I've yet to. I've yet to actually, like, rock with it and test it.
1: So, you're rocking the Surplus Eagle uh, War Belt, right? Yeah, the Surplus Eagle. I mean,
0: it's... How much did you pay
1: for it, and where did you get it?
0: Okay, so that's sort of complicated, but I can get you where somebody else who wants a similar setup uh, could do the same. So, I got it in a trade, which is why I can't really give a price out on it. However, if somebody wants to get the exact belt that I got... The belt itself, the outer and inner belt, would be about 20 bucks. This is Eagle Industries. The Y harness would also be about 20 bucks. And you can get this on, I believe, Venture Surplus and Wetworks with an X Outfitters. As well as, for the harness specifically, I think you can only get those on eBay now because I don't think it, uh, Wetworks has them in stock. But we're talking 20 bucks for a belt, 20, 25 bucks for a belt, 20 bucks for a Y harness. And what I have on mine is I have a Tactical Taylor fight light and then an old Eagle Dull Mag pouch on my left hip. The fight light cost me like 20 bucks. The Eagle cost me like five. I have a Eagle 40mm pouch that I put a flashlight in on the very front. Mm-hmm. And a neat little thing I learned about the Eagle belts is you can shove tourniquets on the inside of the outer belt. You can just shove a tourniquet in, in both openings. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I, tried, I oh, tried running
1: for uh, Built for big black tourniquets. Yes.
2: <laughs> I tried running that and it did not work out for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, but with the, uh, with the Eagle Belt, it's like a pretty tight fit. I'm not sure what I'd have to do to get them to fall out. But I mean, they sort of pull out relatively easy, but they don't fall out easy. Uh, then behind that, I have an Eagle Industries Saw Pouch. It's a 200-round saw pouch. I use it as a general-purpose pouch. I'm going to put some light sustainment gear in there, like, you know, water filter, freaking a little bit of food, fire starting gear, just, you know, small gear like that, right? Mm-hmm. That cost me about 30 bucks to get one of those in AOR2. And then on the small on my back, I have an IFAC. It's empty because I'm an end loser. But you can get them for about 20 bucks. I have it in, I think, Coyote Tan is the correct color for it on my back right i have a canteen pouch which is going to get analogy thrown in there because it's eagle industries one i got that for 15 dollars at my local surplus store and you can get it for about 15 dollars as well on what works outfitters on my right hip just in front of that i have two Dell mag pouches in abu that i got for like five and ten dollars each and then in front of that, I have an ABU Frag Pouch, specifically just for Airsoft, but, you know, it's a little nodule. It can hold some stuff. Like, you could put, like, the, uh, Cola, freaking German caffeine chocolate that I didn't know had caffeine in it, so I ate, like, ten pieces before bedtime and, uh, Oof. stood up the whole night once. Uh, but if you want to get sort of the exact setup I have, if you are okay with getting it in khaki, then you can get the entire setup that I have for a hundred twenty dollars and you can pretty much get it all on the exact same web- website wetworks outfitters belt that's a steal yeah it really is when you're talking about what is super cheap for entry-level war belt lb stuff if i was gonna have a war belt with a holster on it i'd probably rather go with an hsgi slotted but this is like just for just for magazines and
1: well i mean if it's got molly
0: i'm gonna interject here i'm sorry
1: but if it's got Molly, you can use the Land Molly lock system. I think I might make a post about this eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can pretty much, with Land's Molly lock system, you can literally thread it in to Molly. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put it in the group chat for me a second.
0: Yeah. But for my uh, use specifically for mine, I just have magazines on it. Uh, mm-hmm. If you get. Now it depends entirely on how big your waist size is. I have a 38 inch waist, and I think I have a size 36 uh, war belt, so I can fit a lot of junk on there. Mm. Um, so you get belt for about 20 bucks, Y harness for about 20 bucks, and it is a rather thin Y harness. So there's other places where you can get a similar Y harness, but you know it's thicker, so it's a little bit easier on the shoulders. So 20 bucks, 20 bucks, you got 40 bucks right there. A Eagle Industries double wide, double thick M4 magazine pouch where you can carry four magazines in there because it's two super pouches. Well, it's two pouches that are sewn together, right? That's like 10 bucks.
2: In ABU, Tiger Stripe,
0: because you're disgusting. <laughs> Look, man, I am just a. I have high quality taste, okay? You just don't understand. Your brain is simply not big enough to comprehend my genius. Spray paint it green. I will not spray paint it green. I am going to buy new pouches that I will spray paint, not the ABU ones. Anyways. Oh, my God. Yeah, two of those of the Eagle pouches. That's 20 bucks for two double-double mag pouches. You can hold eight magazines now. Mm -hmm. So we're up to $60. We have a war belt with a harness. We have eight magazines. If you are smart you'd probably want to carry two canteens you can get those canteen pouches for fifteen dollars each so now we're up to ninety dollars and for seven dollars extra each you can get actual canteens but i'm not sure if i trust those uh plastic canteens that are like eight million years old i love them right and then you can either choose to have a butt pack a utility pouch back there you can put a saw pouch and the Eagle NC saw pouches have plastic inserts on the Molly inside and then the clip side. So you can it's a little bit like stiff energy JD, you're not gonna like crush stuff in there or whatever. Or you can IFAC and that would be an additional twenty to twenty-five dollars. So we're up to a hundred ten. And you have a very basic, very cheap, load-bearing war belt.
2: Almost cheaper than Alice at this point, honestly.
0: Basically, I mean, some if for like a good quality Alice, you end up paying, especially for that butt pack. Like, yeah, it's it's. I think most of the price is in the butt pack, but you end up paying a lot.
2: Yeah, and you're lucky if you get an actual Alice butt pack and not like a 1956 butt pack.
0: Yeah. But if you want to get all that, you can get it on What Works Outfitters, Venture Surplus, and for the harness, if you can't get it on either, then they have them on eBay. And I forget the brand, but there is another white harness that's a little bit thicker. I actually have it in my DMs with a regular gun corrector. Corrector? Collector. <laughs> collector, yeah. A regular gun collector. Look, I'm chewing gum right now, okay? I can only have so many things going in and out of my mouth at one time. how right?
2: many syllables. Yes. Yeah, so the, about the Y suspender, um, yeah, th- that was a decision made in the 60s, I believe, or maybe even later than that, by the United States military to make it more practical for their soldiers to access their butt packs. So a little known fact, because uh, it's, it's easier to swing it to the side, which mm-hmm. obviously makes it less stable. You'll, you might depending on how heavy you load it up you might end up switching it out depending on your case use of course which is what all of this boils down to is your case use like what are you planning on use doing wise. with your equipment yeah. use case case use, whatever this man, this
0: man really said case use
2: whatever not whatever that's freaking I'm weird. i'm dyslexic i'm dyslexic bro. Oh my gosh you want <laughs>
0: But, uh, but by the way, before we uh get too far off, the thicker Y-Harness that I was talking about was the Grey Ghost Gear Y-Harness, mm. in case anybody's interested in that. I know I was talking with a freaking irregular gun collector and said that the Eagle one was a little bit too thin for guys who are built like us. So, Gorillas. Large fellows. Yeah, large. People who weigh more than 150. Which, yeah. I think you're not allowed to mock people for being thin unless you are above 150 pounds
2: Oh, No yeah that's fair uh we're fat yeah fat people automatically aren't allowed to do it it's just not fair
0: you see but I'm fat which means that you're wrong <laughs> you see this the purity spirals, spiral starts and stops where I tell it to I said
2: spirals you, no, uh, you said
0: you, case use
2: yeah, that's fair. I had to get back at you, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so I was talking to Counting Coop Tactical about his setup, which he's running an actual uh, LBE, mm. I think a Mayflower uh, jungle kit.
0: Gosh, and I wish.
2: I know, same. Uh, $500, though. Come on, bring the price down, Mayflower. You're killing me. Or Velocity. Mayflower, um, Velocity, same same group. Yeah, one started out as Airsoft, I think. I don't know. Who knows anymore? But uh, he's running actually um one of the bungee suspenders. Uh, uh, he's running a four-point bungee suspender, which I thought was kind of interesting. I think it's a VTAC. I, I've eyed them before, and they sussed me out like hard.
0: I know that VTAC makes one of those, and I also know that Blue Force Gear makes one of those.
2: Yeah, I think they do. I think theirs is the Under Armour or something like that.
0: Not the Under Armour company, but like... yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think I know what you're talking about. If yeah. I was going to run a more modern sort of setup, I'd run an HES... It, it, the HES, I keep saying that. HSGI sure Grip with mm-hmm. one of those uh, Blue Force Gear Under Armour harnesses. Yeah,
2: yeah, so there's a, a lot of uses um, with different harnesses that you can have. Uh, Four points are pretty practical for being light, especially if you're running lighter gear. Uh, if you're running heavy stuff, I would recommend a six yoke. It's just gonna make things a lot more stable. the, uh, the belt's not gonna twist on you as much mm-hmm. That's that's really a thing no one ever talks about actually is the harness itself. All right now and I will not elaborate any further than that.
0: Okay, well that's good because we're gonna move <laughs> on to something else. Everybody knows how to reload from a battle belt right? typically yep. have an open top magazine pouch. <laughs> But I've only just gotten into sort of the LBE sort of game. And I think a lot of other people are just getting in. So for your LBE, how do you perform a reload with your close oh. top magazine pouches?
2: So for most people, they're going to run their pouches on uh, both sides. I opted for the more British style where you run all of your mags on the left. Cause that's your offhand, so it's easier to reload from it. Uh, fla- I have the Osprey Mark four, uh, 100 round link pouches, and they have a flap top with a rubber coating on the inside. Really, for the reload, it's not hard. Um, I keep my primary, my first line pouch unbuckled, cause it has Velcro on it, so I can just easily rip it open, grab a mag, beer can style, and mm. just slap it in my gun. Um, and it's it's definitely more practical from a prone position from like these asymmetric positions as long as it's not obscuring your side too much because mm-hmm. you can you don't have to worry about shifting your body to reach into your mag pouch especially uh in adverse conditions where you might be out on a patrol for a long time in humidity like down here in Florida it's going to get to your mag pouches uh definitely don't want that with open top mags
0: yeah so like Especially since you're running a set me C308. Okay. With your steel magazines, with the <laughs> rain and the humidity, if you're going over, if you're patrolling and you're in the woods, or I guess you say the, in the swamps for like in a, a woods, week, yeah. in a swamp, Southeast gang, uh, <laughs> you would end up having some type of issue with rusting on your magazines, wouldn't you? Yep.
2: Yeah. Even, honestly, even just being out for a couple of hours, uh, untreated magazines like let's say you didn't lubricate the metal parts with like dry lube uh rem oil or sort you're going to run into some surface rust which yeah you can clean off but that's another extra like 10 minutes you have to spend maintaining your equipment and why why would you want to take that risk yeah. to begin with
0: so would you say that for LBE sort of a harness sort of kit something Mm -hmm. that you definitely want to keep in a butt pack might be a cleaning kit for your primary weapon system
2: yeah so i actually have a a cleaning kit in my butt pack i keep it in the top flap because i have the zipper there i think the mayflower has a velcro pouch there instead of a zipper and i just run it in a ziploc bag um it's just a german g3 cleaning kit I, I would definitely recommend most people carry a cleaning kit, because you never know what could happen with your gun in the field. Uh, it could be something minor, like you just shot 100 rounds off.
0: Are there like any that. compatibility issues with your G3 uh, cleaning kit and your Set Me c 308
2: <laughs> No, because I run an actual G3 clone, not Set Me c 308 But uh, I don't think there should be any issues at all with the Semi-C308. Uh, because they're both 7.62. And it's also a 9mm cleaning kit, so it's definitely handy to have.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, so... We talked a lot about this, uh... let see, combat load. Uh, how comfortable is it to be in the prone with your harness system, belt kit?
2: So, depending on the belt kit you go for, and the size that you order, because you can size up if you want to carry more equipment, or you can size down if you want a lower prone. So, normally your mags and your pouches are all gonna be directly on the side of your hip, or as opposed to on the front, like they would be with some battle belts or war belts, or even with a plate carrier and chest rig. So you're gonna really get a very low prone. It's basically as if you had no kit on at all. It's very comfortable. Um, I would definitely prefer that if I had someone shooting at me, mm-hmm. personally.
0: As opposed to having a plate carrier with a micro-rig, with a Cushing micro-bat system... you, systems. like, three inches
2: off the ground. i oh, not yeah. even talking about
0: three inches. I'm talking about, like, half a foot when you start getting oh, into, yeah. like, the molly stuff they have on there. <laughs> the
2: fanny packs and everything.
0: Yeah.
2: Sticking your ass into the air.
0: All right, so... <laughs> how easier do you think you'd be able to carry... Okay, well, I have a question. What's your current combat load for your G3 setup?
2: So, currently I have 6 mags, and I can actually carry 2 extra mags in, in per pouch, or 1 extra mag per pouch. So I could bring it up to 8 if I had to, which is just another uh, part to the scalability. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you can do that with um, a plate carrier, but then you're sticking, you're, you're sticking out so far in the front it's just uncomfortable with all that weight yeah. pulling on your pulling you forward really
0: yeah where the weight ends up being distributed yeah di- distributed is very very important because if you have weight on your hips that's right next to your center of gravity mm-hmm. if you have weight on a plate carrier let's say you run six g3 mags full g3 mags on the front of your plate carrier yep now i'm now a lifter top i'm a lifter <laughs> I talk a lot about moment arms, how far away it is in front of you. If I hold a 45-pound plate right up against my chest, I can hold it there for a long time. If I extend my arms out, I can hold it there for maybe a couple seconds because there's a long moment arm between that weight and my center of gravity. Now, if you have, let's say you have the Hesco 1-inch thick level 4 plates, right? Yeah. So you have one inch between you and your torso. And, you know, it's a little bit even more to your like technically the center of your gravity, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have, what would that be? That'd be two to three inches of magazines because you have to factor in how thick the pouches are. So, yeah, and then an
2: admin pouch on top of all that probably.
0: Yeah. So it's a lot of weight all out in front of you. And what that's going to be taxing is that's going to be taxing your spinal erectors, specifically your mid and upper trapezius muscles. And depending on whether or not you work out a lot, that could end up getting those fatigued very quickly. And when those fatigue, it is very annoying because then it gets hard to hold up your rifle. And I know that from experience, running around like a retard with weighted plates, it gets annoying. Yeah, yeah, As and opposed... I'm glad
2: you brought up the uh, the hip and the
0: waist. Mm-hmm. Like, I had this retarded idea when I heard that the sta- the standard combat load for the Marine infantry was changing from like eight to like twelve. I was like, how am I gonna get all twelve magazines onto a plate carrier? Right? I'm gonna run freaking three up here, two on my left side, two on my right side, one on internal pouch, another on another internal pouch, uh, 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 and it's like you can carry stuff on a belt and that's what yeah. that's, that's literally what they're moving to. Uh, freaking the new infantry training schools, all I'm seeing out of the freaking like videos that are coming out of those is like, they have maybe three magazines on their chest and then they have a war belt with, I think a lot of times they're running with a harness and then because I mean, that's easy. It's easier to carry more weight when it's closer to the center of your gravity. I mean, talking about lifting in moment arms, a curl is the hardest in the middle. I'm talking about a bicep curl. A curl is mm-hmm. the hardest in the middle of the range of motion because that's when it's further, furthest away from your center line, like your, your center of gravity. When it's all the way at to the top, it's closer, and when it's all the way at the bottom, it's closer. So having that weight closer to your center of gravity is going to make it easier to carry that uh, sort of combat load that you decide upon carrying and it's not going to be like targeting one specific set of muscles like if you had six 308 mags all in front of you targeting your freaking spinal erectors getting those traps worn out super quickly making it so that you're useless on the field doing stuff like that but uh yeah so it's 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 easier to carry your load on a sort of war belt harness as opposed to trying to shove it all in front of you on a micro rig or Plate carrier or something like that uh, How much water do you carry on your current setup?
2: on well, my current setup. I'm running four quarts of water uh, two quart canteens on the left and the right. Uh, on my old setup. I had actually a source. I think it's a free leader um, source bladder that I ran on my my uh, tactical tailor harness and it was, it was definitely something that I could have sustained, because it was comfortable, but I, it runs into the issue of how, how mobile do you want to be, and mm-hmm. what you're willing to sacrifice to achieve that mobility and sustainability.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, and I'm just running
2: them in osprey pouches again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Alright, so now let's say you're trying to set up a plate carrier, right? Uh-huh basically industry standard for or well, not industry well yeah I guess industry industry standard for like where people mount hydration on their plate carrier is gonna be on the the, the back plate right yep now a lot of people are carrying up water bottle pouches all the way up the front of the carrier right that's where like their g- general purpose magazines ordnance, that kind of stuff's going right yeah of course so then you have to have a bladder in there and it's weight that's all the way in the back. And if you don't have your plate carrier size properly, adjusted properly, it can start riding up on you. And if you have it mollied in and you put on an assault pack or a ruck, then once again, we're introducing a moment arm. Well, actually having the plate there just by itself introduces the moment arm already and having a hydration pack on top of that worsens that moment arm for rucks and, and you know three day packs. So you're making it so that you have to bend over even further to be able to get that weight over your center line. Now, compare that to, say, let's say you're still running a play carrier, right? But just a slick back. And you have between two and four quarts of water on your hip. You put that ruck on and it's as close as it possibly can be to you meaning it's as close to your center of gravity as possible. It's not sticking out or jutting out because you decide you want to be cool and have a back panel, and then you put on a plate carrier, not, not a plate carrier, but then you put on a ruck, and you're having, like, your back panel getting torn off by the weight of the ruck or something, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, that's a good point, is um, if you're running a back pla- panel and it doesn't have, like, I don't know, mission-critical equipment, you're not running with team or something? I mean, it's kind of useless for you. At yeah. least in terms of like practicality. Now you have to take off your equipment to access pouches. It's just not a very logical thing to do. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you yeah. talked about the combat load of, mm-hmm. you know, harnesses and belt gear. Uh, how easy it is to prone with them. How much water you can carry comfortably with them. How easy it is to sort of reload unencumbered. Now, We've already given some examples, but we're just gonna run over one more time, sort of the Smirsh, Alice, Mayflower, uh, freaking the German. JJ's. Excuse me, uh, I forget what the British oh, ones called. I think it's called like the Bulldog or uh, PLC. No, yeah, Bulldog a different brand. Yeah, yeah, the PLC, the PLC, a lot of those dedicated turret systems, and. So let's talk about them being standalone versus in conjunction with. What do you think is the benefit of running a belt kit just by itself without anything else?
2: So in inclement weather, like let's say in the humidity down here, uh, you're already going to see a comfort advantage running belt kit. Not even just because of how the weight is distributed on your body, but also because... Basically, your entire upper chest is completely unco- uncovered by any sort of heavy equipment. Uh, You're going to have a lot more breathability, um, and that's going to help you in terms of water retention um, and the overall endurance. So, I would—that's definitely an advantage over chest rigs, where it's going to be all that heat on your chest, and then plate carriers, where it's your shoulders, your back. Mm-hmm. All of that, and then you repeat the question because I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit there.
0: Uh, what's what's the benefit of having the belt uh, harness system stand like by itself?
2: Oh yeah, um, weight alone is an advantage, but on top of that, you know, it's really just a scalable uh, system. You can do whatever you want to a point. Uh. Especially if you're gonna ruck, having that, uh, well, I won't, it's exposed technically. So I'm gonna say having that exposed back uh, allows you to carry a lot, a lot larger of a rucksack, uh, more comfortably, in my opinion. Uh, especially when you rest it on top of uh, like a butt pack or you, whatever your back pouches are.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd seen that uh, Op Four er or Mister Sam Culpepper as freaking. Mm-hmm. BNBD always likes to call him. He made a post about that. And I definitely see how, you know, going from uncomfortable to comfortable at the top end of uncomfortability, be a plate carrier with an assault panel or Mm -hmm. assault pack stitched in on the back and then having your ruck over that. Then next down would be just like a slick back plate carrier with the ruck on top of that. And then probably most comfortable would probably be just the ruck on your back with that sort of a uh, hip belt. Yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely. And it's def- it definitely uh helps on your upper to, uh, I guess, your shoulders with the ruck. Because I, I don't really feel any um strain when I run it like that. Even if it might strain me a little bit to run without a belt at all with the ruck
0: you gotcha. Now there is an I well, there's an idea where and I believe the Brits have been doing this for a long time in a couple other NATO mm-hmm. countries, where they run these belt rigs, I mean especially the British, they've been doing this the longest. They wear the PLC belt rig, and then just the their, you know, their flag jacket, their body armor, right? Yep, the Osprey, yeah. The Osprey, and then they run that pretty much slick. As far as I, uh, as far as I'm aware, they keep their plate carrier pretty slick and mostly just run off their belt. Yeah. So, I mean. Yes. Then you have your body armor, but you're still carrying it super comfortably. I know that for a while now, the U.S. military has been shoving as much gear as possible onto the plate carrier and taking as much gear as possible off of the hips and waistline. But what that ends up doing, unless you have a really good harness system, like how the AVS has, is that starts bearing down on your shoulders and upper back, like really fast. And that could also lead to back issues, you know, constantly having that spinal compression going on with all that weight, having like 20, 30 pounds of gear on like just the plate carrier on just your shoulders, constantly having that spinal compression compared to having most of that weight on your hips, and then just the plates on yep. your uh, torso. Now, yeah, the benefit obviously with the sort of in conjunction with ICW sort of system is obviously where the load where the load is placed affects your sort of sustainability. Not sustainability, but sort of a uh, endurance. And I'd say you probably don't get tired as fast, especially with your uh, upper back having all that weight more spread out through your hips. You're able to carry more than you would to be like just on a plate carrier. Like let's say you run a low profile war belt, the harness Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then you run a JPC just on top of that, like just a handful of mags on there, just a three in the standard shingle. You have five and a half pound plates in each plate bag. You're working with 15 or so pounds on your torso, but then you have six to eight magazines on your belt line. You have two to four quarts of water on your belt line. You have, you know, an IFAC on your belt line or a butt pack on your belt line. They can carry other gear in. And if you put that all on top of the plate carrier, that'd become very unwieldy very quickly.
2: Oh yeah, and not even including water or any other sort of sustainment uh, that you really get an advantage of with um
0: with the belt kit. And I mean, with the belt kit, I mean, if you had all that gear shoved into an assault pack that was directly molded in to a plate mm-hmm. carrier, you'd have to take the entire plate carrier off to get to it, where with, say, a Y-harness belt kit, you just pull it around.
2: Yeah, you just pull it around. Yep, exactly. Get
0: straight to it, right? Yep. Get now, that
2: butt pack open. Grab your MREs. Get to cooking.
0: I have a question for you. Yep. Do you own a plate carrier?
2: No. I I used to uh, back when I played airsoft, but even playing airsoft, you really get an idea of um, how uncomfortable it could be mm-hmm. to wear one. Imagining it with, like you said, like s- six pounds of plates. And then on top of that, all of your combat load and everything just so becomes kind of unbearable very quickly.
0: Now, if you were to buy a plate carrier, how would you incorporate that into your kit right now? Would you decide to ditch your belt kit? Would you put stuff on the plate carrier? If you did put stuff on the plate carrier as opposed to just keeping it slick, what stuff would you put on yours? If so...
2: To- so if I were to do that, I would definitely run a slick, a completely slick uh, uh, plate carrier. Probably something like, um, what's that one cry that Marsock runs a lot? The
0: LVMF.
2: Yeah, the MBav. My I'd time to
0: shine. Yeah, <laughs> My yeah, time M-Bav. to shine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would definitely run that, just because it, it doesn't really uh, interfere with your kit. And you don't, you're don't you just going to wear it for for the body armor, really, at that point. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing it you're not gonna need to put anything up there except maybe like a radio.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a really nice plate carrier. It's really comfy.
0: How does it feel? And the great
1: thing about the L V if you run it slick, like it's supposed to be run, it's pretty nice. Most I'd ever put on it is what I have on it now. Three mags, a zipper pouch. That's all you want to put on it. And of course, you've got your JTAC camera bund. They're a mag in one of them. They're your radio on the other.
0: Um, That's it. Mm-hmm. Real simple.
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem like one that you would want to load up very heavy to begin with, anyways.
0: But I mean, even yeah. then, you don't need to load it up heavy because you're using this in conjunction with Belt Kit. Yep, exactly. Yeah. hmm. Yeah, and. Um, a, even though
1: a Spiritus disc- disc- Carrier would be good here.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The LV119, right?
1: Yeah, or like a JPC. Um yeah. or if you want to go slick, um also uh the uh first spear. First spear carriers pretty good for that too. Mm-hmm.
0: Um Heck, even a JPC. Yeah. You said JPC twice, retard. Huh. No? Yeah. He said JPC. He said freaking. Oh. You said it twice. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired on online. Tired online? Cringe. <sighs> yes. But, I mean, yeah, I I had the uh, first spear slick, and, you know, it's a pretty nice carrier. It, it definitely keeps it really tight to your body, and you could easily wear a ruck over that with how thin the shoulder straps are. And if you have Hesco M210s, like, multi-curve, lightweight plates in there. Mm-hmm. You just wear that around for like a week, and it would just feel like nothing.
2: Okay. Oh. Yeah.
0: Now, I do have one more question for this in conjunction with sort of topic. Would you run your harness over or under your plate carrier?
2: Yeah, so that's actually uh, kind of a thing of debate, to be honest with you, because I've seen especially if you look back a few decades to the way Navy SEALs used to run their plate carriers or not their plate carriers, but their flak vests with their uh, battle harness, uh, sorry, their LBE equipment. Personally, I would run it over the plate carrier. So that could run into some issues depending on what you do. I know the British run it under the plate carrier. They run a slick harness. Mm-hmm. And then I know counting coop, Tactical, I think, also runs his over his his uh, plate carrier whenever he scales it up. Yeah. So just a little field experience there for insight to our end losers out there. I've.
0: Uh... Yeah. I, oh, could I? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I guess it comes down to your mindset. Like, um... if you need a cut and run. hmm Um. You, if you're running, you know the harness under your plate carrier, you can just d- off your plate carrier and you're lighter. You're good to go. Yep. So that's an argument for harness under plate carrier. I can't really think of an argument for a harness over plate carrier unless you're running a like a thick ass harness. At that one just for comfort.
2: So the argument for that would be now you can take off your sustainment and all that, and you're just slick,
0: but you still have some sort of body armor on. However, yeah, uh, uh, counter, I guess it's counterpoint, your mindset. counterpoint to that. If the, if we're running a scenario where we need to ditch one thing mm-hmm. and then run away, you know, escape evade, would you rather have armor with no field craft or sustainment gear? Or would you rather have sustainment gear with field craft supplies but no armor?
2: Uh, definitely the latter, because I'm, I'm going to be evading already. Uh, so it's kind of, that's kind of something I think um, needs to be talked about more, is uh, if you're running, or if you're, your whole purpose is to basically go in a woods for the end of the world, you know, whatever, big igloo, you're not going to need body armor normally. If anything, it's going to be a hindrance on you, because it's going to slow you down, and you're not going to have that extra, let's say, two quarts of water that you might need if you're rucking through the wilderness or more ammo, which would, honestly, i take more ammo over body armor any day. And Redbeard Tactical brought it up. People don't realize how my, how many rounds get expended in an actual firefight. You're shooting probably hundreds of rounds just to kill one dude. Mm-hmm. So it's just not practical to uh, sacrifice that ammo load, in my opinion, for body armor, you know, your whole purpose is to avoid getting shot to begin with. If you're not in a direct action role, do you Mm -hmm. inherently need that?
0: Yeah, I've been sort of thinking that with the belt kit, it can extend your sustainability. You add that in with the ruck, you have, you know, you go in a woods, and then for plate carrier, let's let's say you do go in a woods, right? Let's say... Mm -hmm stuff happens you have to go into the woods for a while how long until the supplies you bring into the woods run out and after that, what do you do what do you where do you go from there do you have the capability and the accessibility to hunt local fauna Mm
2: -hmm. or
0: is that not an option and now you have to go back into the city for supplies and in that case if we're literally Talking about Daisy, then the Plate Carrier, that's when you're in a raiding capacity, because you're raiding yep. and like looking for supplies. Yeah. That's a use case for Battle Belt, Plate Carrier, and Assault Pack that's empty, literally just going to stuff food and water in there.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, I think... I guess it really comes down to what you're gonna use it for. Uh, for me, if I was gonna go into the the woods, I already have a pretty decent rifle for hunting. Uh, it's, it's shooting for you; it's gonna drop most things. Uh, I hope never a bear, especially down here. It would be unlikely. Um, but you you really need to know fieldcraft. I guess is that that other supplement is I can pack. Uh, first strike 24 hour MRE and I can probably make it last for two or three days you know if you're eating minimal amounts and supplementing it with like berries or whatever you can find in the wilderness and then once that runs out you're kind of stuck with whatever you can really get I guess unless you have more in your ruck which I plan on doing I plan on having like at least 48 hours of food in my rucksack mm-hmm. Right now, I only have uh, 48 hours in my total kit, which is kind of not sustainable for long term. Yeah. Right. Then again, you can run off water for a really long time.
0: You can, especially... So, I mean, in, in my belt kit, I don't have a dedicated butt pack. Mm-hmm. I have an IFAC and then the LBT 200 Around saw pouch. But in that saw pouch... I'm going to be carrying a really small sort of emergency sustainment sort of pack where I have, I'll have a freaking iodine tablets, one of those yep. life straw things by like Sawyer or somebody else, uh, a little bit of like a circumcised MRE, and then some of those like emergency food crackers. Yeah, the things, rations. The rations, yep. yeah. A fire starting kit and a candle some matches and then one of those emergency blankets and i believe sneaky partisan he made a post about he had a uh, literally just a candle and then an emergency blanket thing and the emergency mm-hmm. blanket keeps in like all the heat that that candle generates yeah so he's like he's sitting in here Literally, it's just surrounded by ice. I'll send it to the group chat. He's surrounded by ice and snow and stuff. That's what that's called, not ice. Um, (laughs) but he literally, he just has a candle and then that bag and he's, he's, you know, he's chilling. He's like there. He's all snug and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. An emergency blanket is definitely something I would recommend most people carry, even in their daily lives, because it depends on what your mindset is. But if you're concealed carrying, and you get shot, that emergency blanket, once you patch your wound up, like with a a tourniquet, uh, you could still die from hypothermia. So, having an emergency blanket that you can unfold and it'll cover your complete completely cover your body, and it's only like a two-inch square mm-hmm. when it's folded up, like it's nothing. Uh, that's that's a major thing, and in the wilderness, it's like. Not even a joke. Just carry one. Like, there's no reason not to. It weighs nothing. Currency blanket,
1: major key. Yeah. Major key.
0: Yeah. DJ Khaled. We the yeah. best. DJ we, we Khaled. We the best. All right. <laughs> so, is there anything else that we need to talk about for any sort of degree of belt kit?
1: I mean, yeah, so. if you want to, like, talk shop, you
0: have to have something uh, constructive, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, a lot of people run, and currently I run, closed uh, top magazine pouches. And I believe you briefly talked talked about this for years, especially for uh, our southeastern area. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the benefit of a faster reload negates the negative of exposure to the elements
2: oh for me i would say no uh you gotta think about primarily when you would be reloading and where you would be reloading uh if you're in a position where you really need to do a speed reload, like super crazy fast, I think chances are you're probably already screwed. Especially if the other guy isn't in the process of reloading. He's just going to have a shot on you, you're going to be completely exposed. Uh, most reloading should be done completely behind cover or in concealment, where you really minimize any chances of, uh, I would say, interruption for the process. And flap ma- mag pouches do not really slow you down that much, uh, especially if you train. Uh, you can reload pretty quickly. I haven't timed myself or anything, but I've run uh, open-top mag pouches before, and I can tell there's not really that much of a speed difference, especially with a bungee where you have to basically move the bungee out of the way
0: already. Alright, my next question is, what is your process and about how long would it take you to perform a tactical mag change, taking out your halfway ran through magazine and putting in a full magazine with your close top uh, magazine pouch setup?
2: So since I'm running a G3 clone, it would probably be a little sluggish compared to like an AR-15. Um, but I would obviously eject the magazine, toss it somewhere out of my way, um, because there's no real point in saving it, I guess. And then I would pull up the flap, grab the magazine, just slap it right in the gun, and release the caulking handle. So it's not not inherently no, slower. I mean, I haven't there is 10 to...
0: rounds of 308 in there.
2: Yeah. We're but not talking about like really... an empty
0: magazine. We're talking yeah, about like yeah. halfway ran through.
2: But Then you have to consider, do you really want to carry 10 rounds of what is basically, could be useless for you? When you could just w- skip the process of re-indexing a magazine, which is a disadvantage Throw it of flat in the cargo pouches, pouch. huh? Throw it in
1: the cargo pouch.
2: Yeah, or just drop it in your your BDU if you have it tucked in. Really, but I yeah. would just drop it. I've talked to a lot of guys who have also said the same thing. They would just drop it if they needed it later. Did they just pick it up?
1: All right, all
2: right.
1: I... Yeah. And... I mean, Depends, like, shooter preference, and and the heat in a moment, you'll, you'll figure yeah. it out. In yeah, practice,
0: exactly. that's basically what I've done too. Whenever I've gone to my my airsoft matches, which provide me useful data to apply to my <laughs> gear and the way that I set it up. Hey, and, it's legitimate training now. It, it, yeah, it is. It's it's been uh, it's been. No, it's not. This it is it's it's wild. am so. it's, it's, it's it's definitely useful for a lot of things, but. Uh, I def- I, I'd i normally just dump the mag go around the corner, clear it or whatever, and then come back and put it somewhere
2: yeah, because the whole later. point is you're trying to get your gun ready as fast as possible, you really don't want to be fumbling around with a, a 10 round 10 rounds left in a magazine, really you could have like 20 or 30 for 556 slapped in and ready to go,
0: you know well I was talking about like your specific use case where you have 20 round magazines Yeah, yeah. Having ten magazine or ten 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 rounds left in your magazine that's a halfway done magazine. I was just asking like what your process would be for like retrieving that. And then you just get the get a new mag in as fast as possible, then pick it up later. As opposed to
1: two or three rounds, I'm just fucking dropping that thing though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like
1: if it's if I'm having to fucking reload and a firefight and it's fucking shit hot, I'm just dropping it. It's like ah, three rounds, fuck it. Or if I got time, I'll toss it in a find a way to toss it in a cargo pocket. Um, or I might, I might, I might
0: use a dump pouch. I would have to do. Ah, no, I just need a cargo <laughs> pouch. Dog, look, I can put three magazines in my cargo pouch. Hey, man, cargo three, pockets Three magazines out of twelve, I can put in a cargo pouch. You do not need a dump pouch. I can, I can fit three out of thirteen of my magazines in one of my cargo pockets. I don't need a dump pouch. Blake Water the is, is, is is on the way
1: to your house right now. Very
0: he was knocking on your door Fish. He's probably unironically only 30 minutes from where I live. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's possible. I I live within uh Blake Water. Distances. Oh, per- that's not Persec. Doxing. That's not doxing.
2: Per sec ruined.
0: <laughs> Look, I am not worried about any federal agent showing up to my for front <laughs> door no communist is listening to this right now
2: for this episode the cover is going to be fish's face and his address
0: Per it, no it's going to be it's going to be a photoshop picture of freaking blake blake water <laughs> choking me and me trying to find myself with a phantom gear dump pouch
1: <laughs> no 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 it's it's the the knee on neck blake waters put this knee on your neck
2: he has the uh he has the dump pouch <laughs> over your head okay you, someone needs to make this
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey if, if i can get any if any of my followers are listening freaking 80 minutes deep into this podcast if you could edit that and then send it to me that would be greatly appreciated and i think that'd be very hilarious uh yeah. just just Use my profile picture. And then Blake Water doesn't have Persec, so just take a picture of him from his freaking... I'll, I'll Venmo you a dollar if you like it. I will shout you out on my story, and that is worth more than $1, but less than 2 Wow. I'll, I'll shout you sure. on my shadow band account. <laughs> hey, 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 I, I, beat, I beat the shadow man though. I beat it. I'm finally out of the shadow band Word? Yeah, like, I went from having, like, 40... To like maximum after twenty four hours having ninety four viewers on a story, to now I can like easily have like four to five hundred.
2: You went from a cringe airsoft larp'er to alpha Chad weightlifter larp'er. That's I did both happened. at
0: the same time. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm going airsofting tomorrow and the day after because BNVD wants to go on Sunday.
2: Man, screw you guys for being up
0: north
1: you know what, you know oh, what? Uh, I need to order fucking glasses again I forgot I'm just gonna wear contacts and use my shitty fish can you bring something extra for me please
0: uh, I can bring some old velcro goggles that might be able to fit your glasses underneath but yes
1: I'm gonna wear contacts I promise alright well then I have
0: goggles for you
1: you, can you just run your fucking uh, M frames, and I can wear your Valken glasses. Sure. Okay. Uh,
0: but I don't. I'm gonna bring a, my
1: goggles just in case.
0: But I don't have uh, a gun for you to use, so you're gonna have to rent. Is, is, did I have AEGs? Uh, they might. I don't know. I'm not sure if this is. I'm pretty sure we're done with the podcast at this moment.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: well, I mean, I guess we could wrap it up. We could wrap it up. Let's wrap it up like formally, I guess. Um I'm not editing this because I'm lazy and tired and whatever. Um. So to top it all off, we did, you know, intro to the battle belts and, and talked about it. There's not much to say about battle belts. Um, war belts. You kind of expand on that. You can run a war belt standalone or with a harness if you want to put more shit on the war belt. But you'd probably be doing it anyways, because it, it stays better with a harness. If you're running it with a under-a-plate carrier, like uh, that S.A.S.C. You know, uh, Mr. Christian Craighead, you can peep his setup, it's pretty slick. And if you're just going in the woods, um, that little, uh, not not big, you know, uh, jungle rig, or that dedicated LBE, that's going to be like a 72-hour pack all rolled the one. Yep. Is that sound about right, Fish?
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, so um remember two things. Uh stay humble. Yep. Um don't don't get outside your purview. You are in. uh if you listen to this podcast, you're probably not a cool guy. Um uh, remember, uh <laughs> our paintings are worth just as much as you paid for it. So fucking nothing, alright? We're just we're just dudes.
0: Yeah.
1: We're just guys. We're just fellows. All
0: three of us. I don't know if you realize this, BNVD, but each one of this in this call plays or at one time has played airsoft.
2: Yep, losers to the max. You just okay. you just listened
0: to a 82, 83-minute podcast about gear from the perspective of airsofters. You just got trolled. Yeah, the ultimate um, get
1: Get Yeah. Right, oh, wait, so you're telling me... No, 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 no. You're telling me I, I, this dude spent four years in the military. I think he was like he was he was an operator. He was a forklift operator. So I don't
0: know. Sp- uh, you like telling?
1: Yeah, he was a space shuttle door
0: gunner. And like
1: in the air force or some shit. I don't know. And like he, he just said, "I just need three mags." That's what all the uh, air force the SF guys run. Those guys sound pretty yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: the ones who have the, S- t- the, the ones who have, uh, no, 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 no. The ones that have like SF on their shoulder. <laughs> Those guys. Space Force, yeah. guys. Look, man, standard combat load. Yeah, that's what that's what the next episode... The beginning of the next episode, and I'm going to tell you guys this right now, is going to be me and BNVD and whoever we put on here ranting about standard combat load. I hate that term, and that's what we're going to be ranting about tomorrow, not tomorrow, freaking in eight years when we decide to film episode, freaking what? Like- well, I mean, we're doing
1: an episode once a month, pretty much.
0: I think we can fit at least one more... Or like maybe one or two this month, but whatever. I'm going to end it. Yeah.